Thank you for listening to this episode of the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan. If you'd like to listen to bonus episodes, go sign up to the Patreon. That's patreon.com. Clom. Ah, we fucked it. Anyway, you'll look, you'll find a way. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello and welcome to this episode of the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan, the podcast where I, James Donald Forbes McCann, am using this podcast to try and buy a boat and also enacting a series of plans, one of which is an art auction that will have already happened the previous Friday by the time this comes out, but it hasn't happened yet. I'm recording this podcast a bit earlier in the week so that I might devote myself fully to art auction excellence at the moment. We've got 72 people registered as coming. Oh, I wonder how many will come in the end. Why would anybody register for a free event? Maybe it'll be thousands. Or maybe people will register and they won't go. And I'll be destitute. And I'll be out of pocket. And I'll be in a mess. Oh, oh, what if... It's going to be great. Anyway, I don't want to talk about that. That will have happened. I'll give you an update on that next week when the dust has settled. But uh, for now, I think we should return to the fine art of blacklisting advertisers on this podcast with whom I'd personally take umbrage. The way this segment works is simple. Here on the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan, we have advertisers. They play at the beginning and the end. And if the episode is long enough, the middle... Of every episode. Well, actually, not every episode. Some of the episodes are about how I am so angry with advertising that the, we're just getting rid of them forever and we're never having advertising again. And then I changed my mind. So, yes, this episode will have advertising on it, but which advertising is the question? We are still trying to run a an upright ship, if you will, here on the James Donald Forbes can or Catamaran plan. So last week on the show, I said no gambling advertisements. Not that I have a problem with gambling personally, but I don't like the fact that TAB, one of the companies that was advertising on the podcast, was trying to get women to take up sports bet gambling. I found that to be obnoxious to the extent that we've banned all gambling advertisements. Now, if there was some way that I could uh, keep having gambling advertisements from other companies that only wanted to destroy men's lives, I would. But you can't. One of the many ways the deck is stacked against the podcaster and towards the 
a globy, uh, global, global uh, capital, big type money, uh, head. big towards money. all the people with the money. So let's have a look at who's been paying me this week towards my boat and whether or not we'll be keeping their money moving forwards. First one I've got here is Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. It's a mobile company. I've never Googled them. I've never heard of Mint Mobile. Do they make them? No, that's a virtual network operator in the United States requiring the purchase of a SIM card. I don't, again, I don't like phones, right? Obviously, I'd get rid of them if I could, but I'm also aware that most people currently listening to this now are doing so on their phone. So we, I hereby, short of hearing about any scandal from Mint Mobile, whereby I'd want to get rid of them, Mint Mobile, you're safe. And I will accept your dollar and 22 cents. We just sort of... Ah! ANZ. That's a bank. That's a... Here we go. They have many categorizations. Uh, They do... So they're under the categories of beginning investing, retirement planning, banks, credit card debt and loans, financial news, financial planning, hedge fund, and investing. I think financial news, I'm at peace with having the financial news side of things on the podcast. That is acceptable to me. If someone wants to share financial news, I don't mind. So I will not ban the category financial news. I will, however, be banning the following categories. Beginning investing, retirement planning, banks, credit card debt and loans, financial planning, hedge fund and investing. We don't want any of that here. On the James Donald Forbes McCann catamaran plan. I'm pretty sure that if you scratch the surface on any of those, you'd get all sorts of hideous, unpleasant... You'd get usury. You'd get people getting ripped off. You'd get investment to all sorts of immoral things. You know, like TAB sports bet gambling aimed at women. So I don't want ANZ's money. I have already, I feel, paid them back well more than the dollar twenty-four that they're giving me thus far. In, uh, you know, when I've had to use their ATMs in additional fees. Paul, we're banning. I know you've got things to do. You're a busy man. Are you busy right now? I'm just saying I'm banning uh, ANZ from advertising at all banks. You'll be happy with that? You hate the Anzacs? Please get out, Paul. Get out. I'm, do- I'm taking a moral stance. Do you know how hard it is to turn down money from the banks in this country? It's one of our two industries. Digging things out of the ground and banks... That's all we have. If you look up the top 10 companies in Australia, that's it. Well, I won't be having that $1.24 anymore. I mean, I'll keep the $1.24. I'm not going to give it back to them like I did with the TAB. I'm not going to open an account and just use $1.24 worth of fees. I don't, I don't care enough to do that. All right, the next one here, Amazon, who are categorized under movies and television. Now, uh, I have complicated feelings about Amazon. I work with Amazon to sell my book. I'm going to work with Amazon to sell future books. I shop with Amazon all the time, but I don't like Amazon. Here is a short essay I wrote about Amazon for a book that was going to come out, but didn't. And I hope it clarifies my position on the matter. On the one hand, partnering with Amazon to self-publish a book is immoral because Amazon is a company that does terrible things. And you can't ethically partner with a company like that. Somebody told me that their warehouses have crying rooms because the staff are so unhappy. I read a story once about a hurricane and the Amazon warehouse staff had to keep working through the hurricane and I think some of them died. But on the other hand, but on the other hand, I'm pretty sure we live across the road from a meth lab and at night, 
when we've got the windows open. There is a strong chemical smell and my wife's eyes start to water and that can't be good for the children. So for my family, I should take the self-publishing option with Amazon because then I will stand the best chance of maximising the income I make from the book and then I might be able to move my family into a new neighbourhood where we don't live next to potentially harmful smells. But on the third third hand, hand, even if I do self-publish a book through Amazon, it's still unlikely to make enough money for us to move to a non-meth lab neighbourhood and I would have sold out my credibility and also be unsuccessful. And this seems like the worst and most likely outcome. And yet on the fourth hand, on the fourth hand, on the fourth hand, maybe Amazon isn't a bad company and I'm being excessively squeamish and publishing through Amazon wouldn't sell out my credibility. Maybe our contemporary standards for companies are too high. Why, it's not as though Amazon is lashing its employees, as far as I can tell. It's not as though Amazon is branding or gilding people or killing them on purpose. Does Amazon care about their employees, their well-being, their dignity? No, they're sending them to designated crying rooms and letting them die in hurricanes. They want to squeeze as much value out of their workers as possible, as though they were oranges. But is this so bad? All the pain, all the lives ruined, all the deaths, they're just collateral damage. Jeff Bezos didn't want those people to die in that hurricane. He wanted them to keep working. Whereas there are genuinely evil businesses in the world. I've worked in countless businesses, restaurants, retail, radio stations, where the owners actively despised their workers and tortured them for sadistic pleasure. Whereas Amazon, a company where profits have to be so great that they can fund space travel, has no incentive to make workers unhappy on purpose. It is a luxury they cannot afford, an inefficient use of time and resources. So... Isn't it better to partner with a huge, faceless, indifferent corporation rather than a, oh, a boutique publisher with the time and independence to get up to who knows what? Possibly throttling workers, possibly throwing darts at them, possibly worse. And on the fifth and hand, on the fifth and, hand, on the fifth and on the fifth hand, hand, and on the fifth hand, even if Amazon is actually a bad company, let's say, and even if I do have a successful book, for the sake of argument, and this book makes money for Amazon, sure. and they use that money to further their evil, why wouldn't they? How proximate, How proximate does that make that me make to their sin? their sin? What, I can't work with somebody just because they're evil? Why is this only important to me when I stand to profit? I continue buying cheap clothes from third world nations, even though I know the stitching has been done by itty bitty orphans on the cheap. I continue eating McDonald's, catching Uber, filling up with 91 unleaded, eating Nestle. And is that ever an issue? No. I am paralyzed by the ethics only when greatness, a terrifying greatness, is at stake. Over there, beyond good and evil, who cares if Amazon is a bad company? Morality is an excuse for cowardice. And on the sixth hand... Ah, I see now the sixth hand is connected to the sixth arm. And the sixth arm is connected to one of those Hindu gods with many faces and arms and hands. And on the hands, there are important considerations. And the truth is to be found in all of them across dimensions experienced simultaneously. But on the other hand, perhaps the fumes from the meth lab are affecting me. 
and causing me to see these what seven hands thank seven you hands? if we appreciate seven the tuning hands? so much seven i hope you'll enjoy the playing seven more hands? seven hands? and so i can't trust my reasoning impaired as it is by the meth production so then on hand number 8 the final hand i must work with amazon and self publish my book and have that book be profoundly successful from a commercial point of view and then use that money to move myself and my family away from the fumes and only then away from the meth lab and the foul smelling vapors only then in the clean mountain air can i obtain the clarity and the mental prowess necessary for me to fully comprehend why i have made a terrible mistake and why i never should have self-published with amazon i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I hope that clears that up for everybody. Ah, in seriousness, I would like to get rid of Amazon. I'd like to decouple myself from Amazon. I haven't gotten to the point where I can bring out my book independently of Amazon at the moment. And I am bringing out a new book of poems very soon. And that will be coming out through self-publishing on Amazon. Because I have not managed to line up a publisher or an ability to make books myself here. And if I said I was entirely comfortable with the arrangement of using them and their factories and their business practices, uh, that would be a lie. Uh, It's kept me up. You know, some Nike shoes. I don't like... uh, I mean, you go... You follow that through to its end and you don't, you know, you can't buy socks well, anymore. You, you got to pay $30, $40 for every pair of socks, which I did. There was a time where I was disgusted by my sock consumption and I decided that I would buy good uh, moral socks. But I, to be honest, part of it was that I wanted to buy really flamboyantly exciting socks. So I got the socks. I went to Mes Chateau Rouge, I think is the name of the company. And I bought the socks that they make for the Pope. And I thought, those must be a moral sock. The Pope would only have a sock that had been made where every step of the supply chain was perfectly, very beautifully, perfectly carried out. And I got the socks, and they were fine. Uh, Well, I got three. I got a cotton one. I don't know if I covered this on the podcast. I got a cotton one, I got a silk one, and I got a a wool one. And... um, yeah, I don't have any of them anymore. It was a little over a year ago, and none of the socks held up. I wore one of the socks when I was filming special, that felt cool. But none of the, they were extremely expensive. It was a terrible waste of money. My wife was, I think, seriously unimpressed. I won't say disappointed in me, because I, it was me living up to her expectations. But she was, um, 
she took no joy in the sock. Can I say that? There was no happiness brought to her by my having the socks. Ethical concept. People say there's no ethical conception under capitalism. I think there, there probably there's more and less ethical consumption. You can consume some things more ethically than others. I still buy bottled water. I know I shouldn't do that. And so, but I don't worry about it until it's time for me to start. This is what I was trying to get at in the essay. So I'm not going to go on and on about it. Suffice it to say that in the category that Amazon is advertising, which I think is arts and music, I think it's an ad for their... It appears to be an ad for their Amazon Prime service. I'm unaware of anything being particularly wrong with um, the video streaming service that they run. In fact, I'd like to be on it. Okay, that's enough of that for this week. We've got now two companies and categories that we've banned. One of them are banning a whole lot of categories to get the company. So no more banks, no more gambling. That's the first two off the list. Again, I am yet to receive a single complaint from the public about any specific advertising on the podcast. Clearly, I am more concerned about this than you are. I think actually, maybe one person did complain. No, one person let me know that Botox injectables were being advertised on the podcast. And I think we can all agree, that's fun. I think women and men should inject, should inject poison. Yes, let's have more poison injected into faces because it's good to be young and fresh and nice and beautiful. And it's wrong to be sad and old and wrinkled and ugly. Weak and limp and disgusting. Just kicking, repeatedly kicking on the ground. This Me old, and all my friends kicking, just kicking this person on the ground. I'd like to watch Clockwork Orange again. Great movie, never finished the book, couldn't understand it. Too many words I didn't... Get hip to. I know that's meant to be the pleasure of Clockwork Orange as you just luxuriate in the weirdness of the language, but I just want to know what's going on, man. I don't have time for that sort of stuff. I've got a life to, I got a boat to buy, baby. I don't mean to go on and on. I only admit this now that the art auction in your timeline where the podcast has come out has already happened. I would never admit this publicly before the art auction. But I'm very, very, very nervous about the art auction. We did it last year as a joke. I was auctioning off a man's napkin. And at this one, I've there are, you know, the literati are coming. And we've got so many more artists. And it's at a real art gallery. And, um, you know, I'm, it's not entirely free. There are costs that are associated when you scale it up. I think we've got a string quartet there for crying out loud. I have nothing to wear. <laughs> it's not the most important thing, but I do need to get something to wear. And I'm sorting out my visa stuff for America. And it's, all, it's the visa stuff for America and the art auction are happening in the same week. I've, I've got mouth ulcers. I'm so stressy. I'm drinking all the time. And if it comes off, that's great. I'll have a big lump of money and that's going to help me do what I have to do to get to America to grow this podcast by this boat. And if it doesn't go well... Um, I, I mean, I'll just be so embarrassed. I think that's the worst thing that could happen is that I would be embarrassed and the artists would be embarrassed. I want to do a good job for the artists. They're making money out of it, ideally. I don't want them to be disrespected. I don't, you know, what? It, I, oh, this is a good one, everybody. No one's bidding on it. And not because the art's no good, but because I wasn't sufficiently charismatic, which is a nutty. It's nutty to think that. But this is why in the art world, you should, you should, I should assume this posture. And that's what they all do. Of Oh, that's terrible. Ooh, nothing pleases me. Because then it's someone else's fault. But I actually really like all the art that we've got. I, I like some of it more than other bits. But I like it all. 
And I'd like it all to sell, and I think it's very good of the people to be involved. You know, because you're an artist, and you, usually you don't have your work auctioned like this unless it's for a charity or you've died. It's a very strange thing that they're all agreeing to. And I'd like to do right by them. I'm so nervous. Uh, my poor wife is working. Oh, no, I'm getting a call. Hold on. Oh, I'm back from the call, and I'm all... I'm all feeling good, baby. That's a new artist confirmed. A big, new, excellent artist confirmed for the auction. Ooh, that's going to be a hit. Ooh, that's going to be good. Now I'm feeling it now. I'm getting a hit of that dopamine and I'm feeling seen. Hashtag blessed. Yeah. And let's see how many. So we held at the start of recording. I had 72 tickets gone and now it's up to 74. That's two more. Oh, we're going to make it, baby. We're going to make it. It's going to be a big Beautiful auction with lots of money coming in, boat ownership in sight, huge sums, the artists making lots of money, the rich people decked out in the finest niceties that their walls could ever be adorned with, and me flush with cash, boat keys in hand. Question, are there keys to a boat? Boat key, I suppose there must be, but I've never thought about it before. Boat keys. Ha <laughs> Do you think they're like house keys or more like door keys? Now let's luxuriate for a minute and a half in a fresh new dance song. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 